Hello and welcome to the Optional Podcast, episode number 199 for the week of March 16th, 2020. The Optional Podcast is a show all about the latest in video games and entertainment recorded each week from New York City and bounced around cables and satellites all around the world. From space, motherfuckers. And right into your listening device of choice. As always, I'm Paul Tamayo and I'm here with my co-host, Cam Brewster. Hey... Reporting live from quarantine, yeah, semi quarantine. Yeah, we, there's only two of us in here, so yeah. it's good. It's not a gathering of 25 people anymore. Yeah, we're we're fine. Uh, well, what's good, man? How how's uh, how's quarantine been treating you? Uh, it's kind of trash, man. Because unfortunately, I have to go to work. Um, boo. Yeah, boo. But I mean, it's whatever. Like it's 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 been fine because uh, the trains are less packed. I'm dealing with a lot less people. So actually, like my days have been kind of better. Oh yeah, I mean like the like commute my, itself. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like trying to stay out of people's way, like so I don't usually go to the like coffee shops and the restaurants that I'm like usually go to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's been like nice. So I've been very like straightforward, like work home, yeah, work yeah, home, yeah, like yeah. you know, like I'm not really playing, man. Yeah, man. Making peanut can. butter sandwiches for lunch and oh, shit. Oh man, washing your hands, yeah. washing oh, your ass. Man, I've never been so ashy Dude, in my life. It's crazy. Like I feel like every time, even like so when I get to, well before when I got to work. Now we've officially been working from home. Yeah, the, I, it should have been since Monday, but I had stuff to do in the office, and I you know thankfully was able to bring everything back home. So I'm officially going to be working from home. Like yeah. it's going to be like. A, a test run on how to be a YouTuber yeah, in facts. some ways. Um, but yeah, I feel like when I come in the office, the first thing I do, even before this stuff started really popping off, I would always wash my hands. Because yeah. like you're touching subway poles, you're touching like, you know, the, the doors that everybody touches to get into the office. I'm one of those people buttons. who like, I wash my hands before I use the bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've it's always a good, been that. It's a good habit yeah. to have. But now I'm doing it like a fucking surgeon. <laughs> surgeon yeah. all the way up to the, <laughs> the elbow. I'm opening the door with my back and shit. <laughs> it's crazy too because like uh, I saw a, a really good Instagram post, like an Instagram story from a friend of mine who like the, they went, there was, it was before it really started getting wild, but mm-hmm. there, was a, there was a sign on the wall that said like, just sing the chorus to um, Oops, I Did It Again for Britney Spears, nice. the God. And like, it takes 20 seconds. So I do that now in my head every time I'm like, oops, I <laughs> did it again. Uh, and it works, man. It totally works. Instead yeah. of being like, there's like every, everyone has their own version, like happy birthday or people just count or whatever. Word. But um, yeah, man, it, it's it's been a real weird dystopian uh, time to be alive. Yeah, it, it's very strange that I've, I've never seen anything like this before. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think a lot of people have, like yeah. to this extent. Um but I think it's like a a good glimpse of what can happen. And hopefully, I mean, this is as far as we get, you know, like as far as like it getting, you know, social distancing and stuff like I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, I just don't know how it's going to be when it gets a more extreme because my my cynical brain is like this is going to get way worse. Yeah, I'm I'm like I just don't trust enough people. People are out at bars and shit, packed bars celebrating St. Patrick's Day. It's like you idiots. Bruh. You idiots. Can't y'all just like at least have small gatherings with just your friends yeah. at the very least? Um, yeah, it's weird how how much... I mean, like I, I've always been, you know, that sort of overly prepared, overly cautious sure. type. And like I don't play with this shit, especially like considering I have older family members. And that's like, that's kind of the reason why you also want to be extra prepared and extra careful is like you not necessarily like, excuse me. Uh, not necessarily just you know because you might catch it, but because you might give it give to it, somebody, right. right? So it's like, it's just uh, it's just like it's not a lot, guys. It's just like wait until we have more information. Wait until like there's the systems are in place to hopefully right start testing, 
um yeah it's it's so weird and and like one of the things that i was thinking about uh recently is like okay so by the way this episode if you're listening on monday apologies is going live a little later than usual mainly so i could hit embargo yeah i'm just gonna jump right into what i've been playing this yeah, week because sure. i don't want to bury the lead any longer um i have been for the past two weeks playing uh animal crossing new horizons have you whoa whoa <laughs> Uh, yeah, and so two weeks ago, I wasn't even, I wasn't expecting that we were going to get like two, so we got two codes. I wasn't expecting we were going to get two codes and I knew I was going to be like helping assist on video. I didn't think I was going to be actually gifted a code, bless the code. And I was fortunate enough to be chosen by the gods. Um, and I was like, holy, this happened on a Friday, completely off guard. I, I checked my email, uh, and I, and I redeemed the code and like immediately booted up like game capture and started playing it. And I have now poured over 60 hours into this game so far. Beautiful. And I feel like I am just getting started. I mean, that's the point. That's Animal Crossing. Yeah. yeah. So that's the thing is like for me, this is all new because the only one I've the only one I've ever played is uh, Pocket Camp, which is uh, not really it's like a spinoff. It's not really like a full fledged Animal Crossing in that way. But um, so you dip your toes in. Yeah, I got a little with my beak a little (laughs) bit. Um, But this game could not have arrived at the at the more perfect time in my opinion yeah um and i actually if you're listening to this on monday i have a video that went live um on the site and on the on, on our youtube uh that is basically like that's my main thesis it's like this this game could not have come out the, at the at a, per, at a more perfect time and um i just set aside like three large sort of general sweeping um examples of why it, it has and um this game, for those who don't know, is the uh, the newest game in the series. The last one came out in 2012 in Japan and 2013 in the in North America. Yeah. Um, it is essentially like a management, uh, like a simulation game. You're you're just living life. You're you're creating things. You're you're decorating your house. You're becoming part of a larger community by like interacting with um, non player non playable characters, and you're. Um, you know, you're sort of grinding by selling things and you're growing stuff. And there's there's a bunch of different ways that you can basically make money, sell stuff um, and decorate and, and just sort of grow your community and make it like this actual living, breathing place that, that has your fingerprint all over it. And New Horizons takes a really interesting approach where um, if, you've, if you've seen any of the, of the Nintendo Directs and stuff, it's all about being a resident of a new sort of... Uh, community that hasn't that doesn't exist yet yeah so it kind of breaks the the convention in that way where you're like you're not new to town you're right you are you are the town yeah, right. yeah like you are you're basically like the the tra- a traveling circus and um <laughs> so you um so you arrive on this island and you're you're tasked with setting up where your tent's going to be where you're like because at, at first you start off with a small a very small tent and then you have two island um i guess neighbors and you can decide where they live as well and that's kind of the the gist of the game at first is like just setting up the bare bones getting the lay of the land and you can't even cross the little rivers yet before you get the like the vaulting pole that you've seen in the trailers and stuff and you are just basically shout out to the uh cops the cop no actually no 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 shout out to the cops uh so you're just uh you're just walking around you're you're like surveying the land you 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 plot where your tent is and then you're basically just like on your path to helping collect money resources and uh build your your place your very own place but then also like start building like little shops and things around town and um so when you start off the game or as you're playing the game, you're, you're given two currencies. You're given a bells and you're given nook miles. Nook miles are like uh, 
basically like uh, airline miles, like right. on a credit card or whatever. Uh, but the way you do that, the way you redeem Nook miles is by just doing basic things on, on the island. So they're basically like achievements challenges, yeah. or challenges. Yeah. So you're like chop down this many trees, fish this many fish. And then like the more you do stuff, the more. So you basically like have, there's no way you're not going to make Nook miles. Right. And Nook Miles, you redeem at this little Nook stop. It's like a little ATM-looking thing at the resident, uh, I think it's called Resident Services or something like that, uh, the little tent at first, which now just recently today became a, a big old building for myself. Um, and you're just redeeming these Nook Miles to trade in things for like stuff for your house. You can even buy like records for like a, a radio player or a record player that you have in your apartment. Um, but you can also redeem... Um, a Nook Miles ticket, which is like a ticket that you can then use to island hop to another island on a plane mm. and just basically extract all those resources. And every once in a while, you'll come across a character on those islands that you can then invite to your new island. Recruiting. So you can recruit people, yeah. So um, it is, uh, first of all, again, without bearing like what I feel about the game, I think it's pretty obvious. I've poured over 60 hours into it so far. It is so wonderful to play yeah. something like this in this particular moment. Uh, it's very relaxing. It is one hundred ten percent my my brand of bullshit when nice. it comes to like, you know, I was crafting. Wasn't gonna like it. Uh, so at first, I'm not gonna lie. The first few days were a little slow for me. Yeah. Um, and <clears throat> I, you know, I, I'm glad they gave us this much time with it prior to release. And even though we've been playing it for two weeks, I feel like that's nothing in the grand scheme of things. I feel like to give this game a proper review, low key, you have to play it for like a year like holy shit because there's things that happen in real time right so like right uh there are things that i haven't even seen yet that i'm sure and there's going to be events that nintendo are promising there's going to be like specific items that are going to be limited time deals and stuff like that so there's like a lot of stuff that i haven't even seen yet but the core loop and the core uh gameplay that that sort of slow methodical um pace for me at first made me like rewire some things in my brain because the first few days are like hey look you can only do so much really just like come back tomorrow like just put it down come back tomorrow which to me is like what like i, I want to spend like 20 hours straight playing this game and there's a way you can do that for sure but um and you can you're basically preparing for the days to come in that in that sense so there is a way to reacclimate your i guess your game play style to this game but it really does ask you to be very patient with it and i could see how for some people that might not be what they want at first, but I'm, I'm telling you, push through. It eventually opens up in ways that like, for me in particular, like continue to be so heartwarming and like wonderful and make me smile and laugh. And I'm like running to show my partner, like, look who, look who just arrived in town or like, look who this is or whatever. And (laughs) it is, it is like, it is the best parts for me of like no man's sky without any of the survival shit right which you know i kind of miss sometimes i kind of i kind of miss that sort of level of like urgency in that way but i i think this game in so many ways is asking you to just like calm down take a break in some in some days sometimes it's like hey seriously you can stop now come back tomorrow and and you know you don't have to keep playing uh and in, in some ways it's like it's you're better for it because yeah, i think it's yeah, sort of yeah. like you can you can really burn out on this really like pretty quickly if you just go all in all the time but it has been at the forefront of my mind for like every day since i've started playing it <laughs> i gotta and do I, this this yeah this, like yeah. i'm making like lists in my head of things i want to do in what order and like you know who i'm going to talk to and there's always something that you can be working on in the game and like it's also so now i'll start talking about like specific stuff so um, I guess unlike other games, maybe Pocket Camp 
probably had some better customization options if I recall correctly, but uh, New Horizons gives you uh, more skin tones, more hairstyles, more more hair color. Like um, you can still only pick two genders, but you know, it doesn't really, in my opinion, it doesn't really matter in that right. sense. Like not not to discredit or discount, you know, that that choice from for others out there who may want it. But um, by that I mean like I can wear whatever I want, right. and that and that extends to like all the clothing options. Right, so right, if right. I want to wear whatever, I can wear whatever. Mm-hmm. It's not just restricted to whatever gender I select. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, uh, they showed this off in the direct recently, but there's a there's like a design. So you have a phone, you have a Nook phone that's like Tom Nook branded, like everything is. Nice. It's, it, you're basically like on an island with Jeff Bezos. <laughs> and he's like, yo, if you want to live here, you got to work, but like you got to work. Here's your fucking uh, yeah. Amazon your Kindle Fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. here's your Alexa. Uh <laughs> So you have your Nook phone and on the Nook phone, there's like a bunch of apps and one of them is the Nook Miles app where you can sort of check the progress of things you're doing uh, for to redeem Nook Miles. One is a camera app, which is so adorable. It lets you take photos, pose, put filters. You can hit a button to make all the characters look at the camera. Um, you can like lower the camera, zoom in, zoom out. Um, you can... Uh, I there's can't a wait for a Sunni legend to get his oh hands on that God. shit. <laughs> Slow motion <laughs> Animal Crossing gifts. Uh, it's, it's still gonna have like explosions and shit. Yeah, in it. Right. Uh, there's a Critterpedia. So Critterpedia is like whatever animals you collect, like fishing or, or bugs or whatever. You'll keep track of all the things you're collecting. And and within the app, let's say I collect a butterfly, it'll tell me what butterfly it was, um, what time of day they're usually like available, and if I've um, donated them to the museum which you can eventually do at, at a certain point and um i don't think i can talk about the museum just yet but wait till next week's episode um <laughs> but um yeah so, th- so there's another app called custom design app in addition to like a, a couple of other apps you, you can customize your passport that's basically like your profile um but the custom design app is an app where you can select patterns that you collect as you play the game or you can make your custom patterns so you can like actually you have a grid that you get and that app can be upgraded and to get more like of a tighter of a larger grid and you can make custom designs you can make like pictures or, or patterns or whatever and you can apply those patterns to wallpaper to t-shirts to um, floor tiles or whatever oh, it's like it's so a lot go in. you can go in I'm, yeah. i said in my video i'm like equally as afraid as I am excited to see what people come up with because I know there's going to be some real fuck shit oh, happening. Yeah, I cannot absolutely. wait. Yeah, I want to see it all. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So, in addition to that, um, obviously, like in uh, other Animal Crossing games, you are basically designing the dream home you always wish you could have. Right. And um, and you do that by, like, again, getting into a agreement with Tom Nook. He gives you a loan. No interest. You pay back as long, you know, in whatever pace you want. And uh, which is actually fucking refreshing c- c- compared to, like, other loans that I currently am dealing with in real life. And um, and you just decorate the home. You get you get new floor uh, patterns or, or, like, materials. You get new wallpapers. You can hang things on the wall. You can create furniture. You can rearrange it in whatever order you want within your, in your you know, in your space. Um, you can make the space bigger. You can add extensions. You can add more rooms. Nice. And um, it is it is like honestly some of the most uh, dream fulfilling shit that I think millennials need right now. Right. Not it, the, even erasing coronavirus, like this horrible thing that we're experiencing right now. Um, the idea that like home ownership and becoming oh my god a part of a new That's community, some real shit. 
and having loans with no interest and like all these other things of like just this this lifestyle that doesn't feel like you're at least for for me speaking as someone like you know in the rat race like mm-hmm. it is so nice to have this little tiny digital getaway to come back to every night be able to like re- achieve these things is so bizarre it's so wild that we have to like fantasize about like yeah owning a home right that's yeah. wild and, and like having like friendly neighbors yeah. and, and making friends and like and you know like not hearing i mean in my old place at least like not hearing your neighbors downstairs yeah, arguing until like 3 a.m um but there's also something that i haven't gotten yet called island designer but that's been featured before in a previous direct i'm trying to fight back a sneeze right now so excuse me oh you got that roni <sighs> i don't think so i hope not sneeze uh, sneeze to my elbow um no, so there's a thing called Island Designer where you can just basically like terraform, like very No Man's Sky like. Nice. You can add um, land or you can add water and stuff. And, and like there, there is a, you know, there's still a part of my brain that's like, this is, was this island really deserted? Like who, who lived here before? Oh, yeah, I was going to yeah? like bring like, that up. And I it's basically, be that guy. I mean, it's basically like a, a settler simulator. Uh, that, might be the, that might be the title of this episode. Oh, my God. Uh, but it, um, I still like, I'm able to just sort of like not think about that because so much of the game is very pleasant right. and it's like it's a very PG friendly version of like how these things actually have, may have happened in the past and you, and you can like it's hard to remove that obviously as someone who thinks about that all the time but it, it never like got in my way ne- I was never like what is the word what is this word doing yeah, in this right, game right, right. Um, but yeah just just the ability to see the progression of your home and your island itself over time as it continues to grow and as you like add new shops and, and eventually you're going to be making bridges to connect uh, parts of the land mass that form your your island because there's like a river that always runs through it um, and you have to you know basically connect these things together and the more people that come into your town the like the better it is and like the the more vibrant it becomes like this morning I was like walking around town I ran into a character and I like I just talked to them for a bit everything is so fucking adorable it's it's like it's it heartwarming to the to the yeah it's, it's it's unbelievable and they told me like oh you know one of our neighbors isn't feeling well they're feeling sick maybe you want to stop by and I had medicine on me so i stopped by their their house and i talked to them they were like sneezing they weren't feeling good i gave them medicine they, they felt better immediately and they gave me Look i think they gave me something in return universal health care there you go yeah yo question um how come you you're the only human i don't know i have no idea that's a good question right yeah, I have no idea. That is very strange to think about. Yeah, everyone's It'd be dope if you like they would have let you be uh, an, animal? an animal. Yeah, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. I actually, the, I definitely would have picked an animal. Yeah, I would have picked a cat <laughs> for sure. Like, yeah. There's no question. Um, what, so that actually leads me to my next point. Um, I was lucky enough. So our other code went to our freelancer Ian. Shout out to Ian. He to he Ian. lives somewhere far off in a distant. We're in a distant land. I'm gonna give him a quick flex bomb. Nope. <laughs> Wrong one. Uh, also, go read his review on Kotaku.com. Um, I'm sure it's wonderful. Um, but uh, I did know someone else who was playing the game. Ooh. Shout out to Gita. Hey. Uh, so uh, Gita, I like texted her last week, and I was like, you're, "I forgot you're also playing." Like, this is a Gita Jackson. Gita Jackson of Kotaku. Right. Yeah, formerly gotcha. of Kotaku, now advice at, at Motherboard to be exact, and on Waypoint Radio. Oh shit! Friends of the show. Shout outs. Love those guys. Love those guys and gals. So, um, yeah. So I was like, "Yo, let's like let's hang out. Like let's let's order in and let's just play Animal Crossing." And we did just that, and it was so much fucking fun. Um, we just like, yeah. So how does that work? So 
there's there are three options you can do um if you have someone who's playing on a, on a, on their on your same switch mm-hmm. you can basically sign them into their account and and you guys will inhabit the same island which is why i think they made a point to being like oh yeah if you're playing on the same switch you have to share an island gotcha which is interesting i think that's like a, an interesting approach to to the game that way i think like if if someone is taking away quote unquote time from your playtime on that switch they're at least contributing to your they're, progression of the gotcha, island gotcha. In, in a way the other one is local and online and so the what what i was i was under the impression that playing online or locally would be like same screen almost like streets of rage like mm-hmm. you you can't leave the border or like whoever's the host they're the ones who is always on the screen and if they decide to move right they showed it in the direct the other person will like teleport to wherever they are that that seems like it's only for the local for local i thought it was going to be like that on on online and local as well because uh, local, I mean, switch, oh, yeah, switch. yeah, switch, switch. Right. Um, so we did local because online doesn't is not working yet, and it's not. I'm happy to report it's not like that. You can you basically have your own screen, yes, and you can you can run wherever you want. About, it is so fucking wonderful. <laughs> so dude. I'm gonna work up here. Yeah, yeah exactly. We'll meet back in the middle, and it, and if they're your, if they're I think designated as a best friend on Switch, they have the they they have the ability so and the permission to sure. to like chop down a tree or plant something like make permanent you know th- not permanent but like yeah, actually yeah, make yeah. some changes like to your island terraform and shit and you know as long as you're like cool with that person you play hey don't fucking chop these trees down or don't don't do anything or ask me at least before you do something um so it is the cutest fucking thing so i forgot to mention on your island itself there is an airport and that's like where you first start that's where you first come in okay, and you're like right. on a plane that lands on the water and um that's basically how you redeem your nook miles tickets to visit other islands and come back and that's how you basically can either make your session available to friends locally or online by opening the gates, like quote unquote. There's like little gates there that open up. It's really cute. And um, and then if your friends are nearby and they and you know you sort of give them the invite or whatever, they can then join your session and vice versa. So when I first started it up, I opened up the gates and I was like, all right, Gita, you're ready to come in. Her little cute fucking character. Uh, well, first of all, on I think on my screen or her screen. On her screen, you see, I, think, I forget. I think both of our screens. It's like a loading screen, and you see like they're basically masking like the connection, like the stuff. Right. But it looks like an airport, like the ticket thing, like the the board, or, like yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the arrival dates and times. And it said like you know, Gita uh, arriving uh, on your island. My island's called Guapalapagos. <laughs> nice. And it's, it's like from Ella, which is her island named after her very adorable cat, if you follow her on social media. And um, and then she like walks into my airport and she's like there, like on the airport. I wasn't even in the same screen. I was like in my town, like square. And uh, she just shows up and then we're just reacting to each other, like smiling and laughing. Hey. And we're talking in real life, like like laughing about right. how cute our characters are and like, what are we going to do first? So I like first I bring her to like you know, where my, my little plot of land is. I show her like the little garden I'm working on, like the little bamboo trees I found. And like, and then we like go up a little further north and I'm, we're like chopping down trees together. And she's helping me like gather materials for, for projects I want to work on and like helping me dig out flowers and stuff. And um, she's interacting with NPCs on my island, like the, my neighbors, and they're like giving her things and they're like talking what? about her. And even today, like, Days later, one of my characters, I walk up to her. She's super adorable. She's like, "Oh, how's Gita? Like, how have you heard from Gita? Like, I, she has the, like the coolest name." So, on your passport, under your name and stuff, you have like a title, and you can choose from a selected list of like 
um, these words that you can string together. And she actually had one that I also put together, but I I since then changed it. I'm now so-called producer (laughs) on my title. (laughs) But hers was Internet Trash. So it was like, she has such a cool name. It's like, it's (laughs) Internet Internet Trash. trash. Like, if you ever see her again, tell her I said hi or whatever. And it's like, it's so weird to like see that happen, that like weird... um, just that the the, the yeah. idea that these characters will remember my friend who came by on my island, and I also went to her island too, and I got to see like the stuff that she was working on. She was her stuff was like way more advanced than mine because uh, she's been playing it way more. I think she's also going to be reviewing it um, for for Vice, I believe. So also gotcha. definitely go check out her review. Um, but yeah, like just that I can imagine. That's another reason why I said this game could not have come at a better time. Is right. like this is the kind of stuff that I want to be doing with friends and the fact that it supports up to eight players is mind-blowing i can't imagine having like eight of us total on one island just wrecking shit and also like i gave her stuff i was like oh i have a bunch of stuff you might want like i was looking through my my storage like you want this like you want these pairs of shoes you want this like chair i made like and she's like yeah yeah so i was like giving her stuff and like and vice versa and like it is i wonder what that so does to wonderful. your game in the long run right like yeah. the more people you have over it's, it's probably like a hidden challenge or some shit yeah, you yeah, know? probably like, like like a Nook Miles yeah, thing. Nook yeah, Miles thing. yeah, yeah, and I and I like it, it's got me to the point where I, I was talking to my sister last night on the phone. I, I gave her a quick call and like I was she doesn't play games like she used to play games when she was a child, like when yeah. she was a kid with us. And you know she has kids now, and they are very into games. And one of my missions was like to try to get my parents to understand like why I love games so much. I still might pursue that later down the road, but right now I think what I want to do is. I already told her I'm going to do this, but um, I'm going to get, I'm going to buy her a copy of the game and I want her to try it. I just want her to give it a shot. Like even if I told her, like, even if it's like five, that's, that's the other beauty. That's the other beautiful thing about this game is that even if you just pour five minutes right, a week into this game, you can still have a good time with it. Absolutely. Like you're going to be progressing at a snail's pace, but this game allows you to play at your own pace. There's no sense of urgency like there is in like, destiny 2 or the division where it's like oh you have a week or you have like a month to get this season or whatever yeah. season pass and i'm sure that that event stuff might come later for the for the people who really really want to pursue that stuff but there is a reality in which like some people might only be able to play this game for like maybe an hour a week or whatever but they'll still be able to like do a yeah. decent amount of stuff um that's dope yeah and like i uh check out my video I, I can talk about it more on friday when the game actually comes out comes out and i, I will most likely be streaming it uh from probably from home at this point but um i'm gonna make more videos on it too i'm gonna i'm aiming to have a couple more things come out later on in the week that i can't quite talk about just yet but um the long and short of it is animal crossing new horizons is absolutely adorable it is um i can't really speak to it in the sense that like i don't have that much familiarity with the the history of the series but i've been fortunate enough to be playing it with my partner who, who has played the gamecube version and knows a little bit about some of the other updates and stuff like other other newer installments. And I've also been, you know, in communication with our reviewer and and we have an animal crossing Slack channel and stuff. So I've been asking a bunch of questions and stuff, but like there's a lot of stuff I can't quite talk about just yet. And and like that is just scratching the surface. Again, I'm 60 hours plus into this game and I feel like I'm just getting started. So if you really wanted that media experience from animal crossing, it is 100% here. It's here. Oh, and it's so good and wonderful, and the music is great. The color palette, the graphics look look wonderful. Yeah, I like the the way the graphics looks this time around. Like, yeah, it's like robust in a sense that you wouldn't expect. From, right, you know. Yeah, there's like there's like an interesting a uh, couple interesting camera angles too. Like you can really get like almost to the ground and mm-hmm. like see the the curvature of the horizon. It's it's very very cute and and 
and very toy-like. It has like that toy-like polish that Nintendo does so well. And um, yeah, man, it is, uh, it is quickly becoming like one of the best things I've played in a really long time. And reminds me also why there is such a need for something like a handheld console. Like playing this on a commute, playing this in bed right. is like the ideal way to play Absolutely. this game. It's like I've, I've been playing it mostly on my TV to capture footage. But when I get a chance, I'll like grind a little bit uh, on on the couch or whatever. And like, it is so much fun to just like have it on as like what I what I always call my crochet games is something that I do with something <laughs> in the background. Uh, man, it's good. It is so so good. I I can't talk enough about it. I will talk more about it next week when I actually can. Um, but yeah, read read everybody's reviews. Go, go check it out. And like. It's so close, everybody. You're, you're you're basically four days away if you're hearing this on Monday. So it's so close. It came about super quick, man. Like, yeah. Since that direct, you know, like, man, it's a long time coming, but it feels like, you know, it was only yesterday or some shit. Yeah, it's it's so good. That's good. Uh, changing the pace completely. Yes. Uh, I'm excited I've been playing um, Modern Warfare Warzone, which is uh, the new uh, Battle Royale. It's kind of like the standalone Battle Royale mode. Uh, for Modern Warfare, well, at least it's not. I guess if you already have Modern Warfare, it's just like updates and it adds to like one of the, the, the options. Yeah, the menu options. Um, but you can also play this like standalone, so you can download this and it's just Warzone. It's free, right? It's free That's to play awesome. for all the consoles and PC, and you can crossplay. Nice, just like Modern Warfare. Um, and basically, it's just Activision's take on their like battle royale, and it it's uh. It's like a stripped down kind of version of Battle Royale, which I was not into when I first played it. So by stripped down, I mean like you're not changing any of your scopes or barrels or anything like that, like uh, attachments or anything like that. Once you find a gun, that's the gun you got. Well, so Do the sights and stuff ever change? Or they do always... change, okay. but it's not like you can change them. Got so it. you can pick up like a upgraded version of it. So there's like a gray tier a green tier, blue tier, purple tier, and then like there's a red tier. Um, and oh. those will have the attachments and the handling. So the higher the tier, the better the gun actually is. Mm. Um, and you can pick up like your grenades and your uh, support items like smoke and flash grenades and all that stuff. So all that stuff is still in there. Um and you just kind of run over everything, except for the weapons. You have to, like, select them to pick up uh, in the grenades. But everything else, like, you're picking up ammo as you run along. You don't have to, like, stop and go, which is, oh, like, wow. it keeps you in the action, which is super, like, you don't really realize yeah. how much time you spend in menus in, in Battle Royale games. Like, yeah. I know, like, um, what's the main Battle Royale one? Fortnite. Fortnite. It, it, it ha- it's had that for a while. You know, like, it's just, you just run over and it picks up all the ammo and stuff like that. Uh, this game also has like a currency system. So along the way uh, from chests and uh, when you kill people, you can pick up money. And then sometimes it's just laying around like piles of cash. You're just laying around mm-hmm. and you can spend that money at these buy stations uh, littered across this giant map. Like this, this map is huge Damn. and it's comprised of like different um Maps from Call of Duty Past and Present. Oh, cool! It's like a lot like Blackout. Oh yeah, definitely just like Blackout nice. in that in that sense. It um, makes so much sense for them to do that. It it just works really and, well. So at these buy stations, you can buy like armor plates. Oh yeah, so that's another thing. So your your health regenerates like in Call of Duty. So like if you 
you have a white bar that's your health and that depletes uh, but if you don't die it'll like come back it'll regenerate um, and then you have armor plates so you have three slots for armor plates and uh you literally like take out from your like bulletproof vest like the plates that are destroyed oh. and you replace them with like new new plates and so that's your armor and you can like break those and this like makes a cool sound and it gives you a visual cue that you broke someone's armor and then you can just like kill them with just their health um so that that adds huh. another layer of like which one, you don't have to like worry about like which vest you have on you're just like picking up armor plates and you're going oh. this is all about like staying in the action which is really dope. that's awesome yeah yeah um you never like all the stuff you're like damn i didn't realize i was spending so much time looking for <laughs> picking up yeah ammo, like fuck. getting a helmet or whatever it's like no nah, yeah. just put the armor plates in like let's nice. keep it very flat and simple um and there's like no tiers for that so like everybody's kind of on the same page if everybody's at max armor then you're on like even playing playing ground playing field um so at the buy stations you can buy armor plates you can buy kill streaks so like uavs uh cluster bombs and airstrikes. Would you still have to get the kill streak? No, no, you don't have to get the kill streak. Oh, you could just like you buy that buy with the cash. Oh shit. So like but you can only hold one at a time. Okay. So oh, it's not fair. like you're like stacking yeah. up all the stuff. Um so cash is like king, literally, in this game. So like the more cash you have, uh you can get kill kill streaks. You can also buy um a read like um you can buy um like a I forgot what they call it. Basically like it's a loadout kit. So basically you you get a like a, a smoke bomb and it throws it out and they drop down like this crate mm-hmm. where you can go and you can grab your your um your loadout from the actual main game. What? So you can make a loadout specifically for Warzone. Get out of here. As long as you have the weapons unlocked, you can play with them. So that and it's it's very expensive. It's like $6,000, but it's like worth it every time. So what? you're like, because I, I made a couple of one, like Warzone 1, 2, and 3. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just kitted them out with like some of my favorite weapons. And when I get enough cash, I immediately, that's the first thing I buy. And I go out there and I just like, fucking, I got my like Call of Duty like, like loadout. My, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're just like, you Old feel faithful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, oh man. So that's the coolest thing. It sucks for people who haven't played the game because like they have to still grind out to get that stuff. Mm. But you can, you can still make it in the menu. So, okay, that's good. Uh, when you're like uh, right before you deploy for the, the so match, it's, it's like separate. It's like its own custom Warzone loadouts, separate from the ones you already make. No, it's all the ones you make. Oh, really? Yeah, but you can name them. Like I have uh, them separate. Oh, see, yeah, I so I don't like because it's very specific. That's good know? though, because I have like there's like I, what do they give you like five or something in usual ten. ten? Yeah, yeah. And I only use like three. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, so you good. have all these slots. Um, that's awesome. And then you can also get your perks and stuff so, like your double time, your your. Uh, your uh sneaky snake yeah sneak snake uh, <laughs> cold-blooded whatever that yeah, thing is yeah. called all that stuff is like there which is fantastic um another cool the coolest thing about this game mode is that uh when you die you get sent to what they call the gulag which is oh a way to redeploy yourself so you get into a lobby uh like a real-time lobby where you're like you see your character and you can run around and you do 1v1 matches what? to get back in. And if you win this 1v1 match, you redeploy. And you get one time to do this. So, like, you're literally, like, dragged to the gulag. Like, you, <laughs> you black out and then you come and you see dudes, like, dragging you to the prison. And people who are in the lobby are, like, there with you. And you just, like, fist fight them, <laughs> like, while you're waiting. But you can see the match that's going on no real way. time. And it tells you where you are in the queue. So, it'll, like, if no one's dead yet. It'll just have you wait there until someone's died, and then they'll just throw you in. 
But if there's like a long queue, you like you're watching matches, like one v one. It's like um gunfight. It's basically okay. gunfight. Yeah, but it's one v one, and it's bless you. you got that Rona. So I got that Rona. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's like the perfect way to like stay engaged and it actually is like really cool and fair like that's crazy so you have the same loadout with everybody and you're just like fighting whatever and uh the weirdest thing you can do is when you're watching a match you can throw rocks <laughs> at people in the match wow and it hurts them no yes i've seen some crazy shit like there was a clip i saw of the dude he put down a claymore it was one of the the equipment you get he put down a claymore and the dude <gasps> threw a rock and it blew him up. Oh! And he lost the match, and the other guy got to go back to the the, the main game. Yeah, this sounds unbelievable. It's incredible. Holy shit! So, all right. So, if you lose your gulag match, you're still you're you have a teammate still alive. They can also buy you back. It costs, oh, okay. It costs forty five thousand uh, forty five hundred um, bucks, um, and but they can buy you back into the game only once. I'm assuming. No. They can keep buying you back until the final circle, and then it's like you can't. Uh, uh, until there's like no more buy station. So okay. if there is a buy station in the final circle, you can come back. Shit. And the coolest thing, also, another cool thing is like you start with a handgun, so you're not like just okay punching. Fucking yeah, people. exactly. Yeah, like yeah. you know, first to get a gun, it's like you can just start you know capping. And it's so wild. Man, it just works really well. I've been like addicted to it for the last day and a half. Like I played a little bit when it first came out. Um, but like the net code was a little weird. It was a little glitchy. Everybody was on. Um, so that was a little hard, but now it's like, it's ironed out. It's just really cool. That's um, awesome. Yeah. I got to play this man. Uh, yeah. One of the things I just don't like is like the, the audience for this game is very different than like a apex. So like, yeah, I know what you mean. Everybody goes rogue if you were playing with randos. Yeah. Just kind of like, you know, people jump out the hell, uh, plane or whatever when you start like immediately and you're just like, all right, well, now I got to follow them. Even if I'm the, the leader. It's teams of three, right? Teams of three, which I don't That's a weird like. choice. Yeah. It's a weird I mean, choice. I think they're trying to do the apex thing, but it doesn't quite make sense. I think teams of four would be a lot better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just for like gameplay reasons, but it, it works well. Like. So three, definitely three recommend playing with people you know. If you can, yeah, yeah definitely yeah. do it. I had a really good match before I came over here. I got second place. Nice. But, like, it was just chaotic, man. And it's, it's really cool. And they're doing some cool things with, like, pinging. And, like, they have that ping system. Okay. Um, it doesn't work quite as well because you have to kind of, like, on console at least, you have to take your hand off the controls and um, use the D-pad, mm. you know, which is, like, not great. But Sure, sure. Um, it's 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 good. It's good. Nice. Like the, I think if you're into battle royales, give this a shot. Yeah. Especially if you're into Call of Duty, give this a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's really dope. Yeah, I've been I've been meaning to get back into it, and I've I've been saying nothing but good things about this mode in particular. So I'm like, yeah, I, I joked to you right before we started recording that I was gonna play it yeah. yesterday, and then I got hit with a because I haven't played it in months, in mm-hmm. months, and months, and months. I I think I've missed a lot of updates. And uh, it was like 110 gigs downloading on my PC. So I was like, oh, well, I'm going to come back to this later. And thankfully, I have good internet. But like, I just jumped right back into Animal Crossing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll get back to it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll try some tonight. Um, oh, yeah. Also, one yeah. other thing they do in this game. Like, so to get money, you can also do these like challenges littered across the, the map. Mm-hmm. So like these, these like little crates, um, these little uh, computers that you can pick up. And one will be like a search one where you just have to open three crates uh, uh, like uh, littered across your immediate area so the 
if you do that, you get some cash and you get like a high tier weapon. Um, there's also like a search in um, like a bounty hunter mode where like it pings uh, periodically uh, an actual player oh on the map, and if you kill him, you get the kill them. You get the 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 money and you get the bounty as well. It doesn't show you where they are though, right? It does. Oh fuck! It gives you like a general area and it pings it every once in a while. That's dirty. It's pretty scary when you get bounty, like when yeah. you like, because it's like it, it hits whoever's like pretty close to you. So it'll like randomly, you're just oh, like, oh, I'm hunted. Shit. So you just like kind of keep moving. Like, and it's like huge map. So you're just like running a lot, getting in a car. The best I, thing is just get into a car and keep driving. I wonder how it, it chooses. Yeah, I wonder that too. Like, is it just like, oh, this guy's not moving. Fucking make him the fucking. No, well, because today, like one of my teammates, he got it. So it was like, protect him. It was like, protect him. So if you like, good enough. No one came for us, but it was just one of those things. We just kept moving. So yeah, yeah, it yeah. Really, it's really fun. It's really fun. <laughs> yeah, like now's the time to like check this out so you can sort of see how it evolves over time as opposed to like jumping into it later down the road where mm-hmm. people are way more familiar with the map and yeah, now, now is definitely the time. People have been pulling off really cool stuff and like figuring out what guns work best with what, mm. figuring out what loadouts to make for when you buy your, your loadout. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because that's where the game really takes off. Like that end game is really dope because like those last two circles are just super intense and like the teams last for a long time. So, because it's so big and there's 150 people in this one. It's a lot of fucking players, man. It's a lot of players. So it, it feels like like the you'd be in the seventh circle and you're like, yo, why are there still 17 people around? Like, That's wild. <laughs> and you're just like in this for, farmland or in the prison or something like that. And you're just, yeah, I got to check this out because it sounds both intimidating and exciting to play. It's uh, fun. I'm, I'm yeah. afraid to play crossplay with PC because they'll definitely have the advantage. Um, I think in the main game, like the 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 maps are so small that it doesn't really make quite a difference. You know, like they do have a little bit of a reflex advantage huh. but i think in battle royale with the draw distances and stuff oh, like that I, I think it'll uh i think pc players will definitely have the advantage if you're playing crossplay but do you don't because i remember when i played crossplay i would always make sure to just to in my use settings controller right use the controller so i don't know if that affects it but huh, okay. i'm sure yeah okay yeah because I, I i'm i'm curious I, I guess i'll give it a shot and I'll, I'll let you know if i see any sort of like yeah, right now I have like no scopes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, people have been doing that. It's it's wild. It's wild. Yeah, I'm excited to play it, man. This sounds this it's sounds really, really fun. Fucking cool. Um, other than that, I've been playing more Breath of the Wild. I've been like addicted to this game lately since I started playing last week. So good. Um, I've been seeing a lot of people actually play it now that everyone's on quarantine. Yeah, I, yeah. It was it's one of those things like it, it kind of like just lets me like roam the countryside and unlock all this stuff. So remember before I told you I didn't unlock a huge part of this map. Yeah. So I came across the like hidden forest or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, that's the reason why I haven't." And I just that was the most difficult it's thing. Tough man. It's tough, dude. I've never been more frustrated in my life. You got the master sword though? No. What? I'm, I'm doing the trials now. Oh. But just to get through to the Korok fucking village, it's a it's a pain in the ass. Oh man. my god! It definitely is a trial. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so I've been doing that. Uh, and it's, it's, it's just really fun, fun, yeah. perfect game. And then me and the boys have been still playing um, World War Z. Nice. It's kind of a like, catch-up game. Like We just haven't had time to like really get together and do anything. And now, yeah, even worse. quarantine, like, all of them, uh, the three of the guys that I play with, they are working from home now. So it's like 
we're all like able to play more games. Yeah, like, yeah, that's one of the benefits, at least. Yeah. yeah, it's like when you have a break, it's like, yo, if you have some time, to jump on for an it's hour. Snowed yeah, in. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it's a really cool like way for me to like catch up with my friends and just shoot the shit and laugh and just be high. And <laughs> yeah, my my new thing is like edibles and then playing games Dude, it's great yeah it's I highly fantastic. Rec- highly recommend it if you if you can you know if you if you're into that yeah uh it. it's yeah. wonderful that's how i played like gris and uh Sight in our wild hearts <laughs> and a lot of animal crossing but uh yeah it's um it's funny it's got me thinking about how eerie it must be to play the division now mm-hmm. like considering like the the subject matter and like the that's... setting like now that it's back in new york like I remember even playing it back. Like, did I ever tell you? I think it was on the show. I might have talked about it, but like the first one, I first got it that week. Something really wild happened in my neighborhood at the time. Mm-hmm. I think like there was a shootout and stuff, and there were helicopters everywhere. There were cops on every corner, like looking for people. Like and uh, like helicopters overhead, and and it, it was just it felt so weird. And I was coming home to relax and play the division. And it, it was like happening outside of my apartment. But it's weird that this Wait, is, is that like in the game. Or yeah, I was like, what is yeah. that? Is that a siren in real life? Um, so yeah, it must be really strange for like warlords hit at like such an interesting time. Uh, it's, uh, it's weird. Damn, open your third eye, bro. Yeah. Think about it. Just think about it, bro. <laughs> think about the cure, bro. Um, all right, cool. Jumping into the news for this week. Uh, pretty packed news week considering everything, uh, going on with uh, the world right now as it burns. But, uh, first story of the week, um, gorilla confirmed on Twitter that horizon zero dawn complete edition is coming to PC. And, uh, there was a man gamers are the worst. Putting it lightly, there was a mixed reaction to this game. I mean, even look at some of some of these responses to that tweet. It was like, um, man, uh, where's this one that I saw? Uh, basically, just people complaining that it's no longer going to be a PlayStation exclusive anymore. And I don't understand. What's the mindset there? I don't get it. I don't understand. Like, why? Why are y'all upset? Are you upset that like someone else has access to this game that you? But it's also had? been out for two Forever, years, ever, bro. And like. This is not like I wouldn't even have called that a timed exclusive. That was like exclusive, right? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's like all right, now it's time. Like it's been almost three years. Yeah, and like I mean, I don't know. Like if you really want to, I mean, again, don't stand companies, but like, yeah, weird that like people have such a visceral reaction to this kind of news. It's like who who raised you? It's also not taking away from anything. No, not at all. If anything, you're gonna see cooler shit come out of Horizon Zero Dawn, like mods and stuff. It's so, so strange. So strange. What a strange world. Like of all the things to be really pissed about in this in this timeline, that's the thing you decide to choose. Anyway, um our next story. I'm actually really excited, but before we move on, I'm really actually really pumped about Horizon Zero Dawn coming to PC because I want to see that game like on ultra Ooh, settings with fucking That game is already gorgeous. Oh, that engine I another thing, I want to see that game and Death Stranding the same engine. Right. I want to see how that looks on PC at 60 frames per second. Wait until Death like, Stranding goes to PC, dude go crazy can't wait i can't wait um all right and then our next story e3 2020 canceled due to growing concerns over covid19 so yeah this was on uh, a few days ago they they actually officially released a statement saying after careful consultation with our members uh, member companies regarding the health and safety of everyone in our industry our fans our employees our exhibitors and our longtime e3 partners we have made the difficult decision to cancel e3 2020 scheduled for june 9th 
9th through the 11th in Los Angeles. Uh, following increase in overwhelming concerns about COVID-19 virus, we felt that this was the best way to proceed during such an unprecedented global situation. We are very disappointed that we are unable to hold this event for our fans and supporters, but we know it's the right decision based on the information we have today. Our team will be reaching out directly to exhibitors and attendees with information about providing full refunds. Uh, we are also sh- uh, exploring options with our members to coordinate an online experience to showcase industry announcements and news in June 2020. Updates will be shared at e3expo.com. Um, yeah, pretty wild considering the the, the previous year um, with the ESA not having the best time in terms of leaking uh, information from journal- for journalists Man, and stuff. Let me say this. Oof, no one else is going to say it. Say it. It was already a wrap for oh. y'all anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be let's let's be clear. Yeah, yeah. It was it was you guys were finito. It, it you know what like I like I mean it would have happened. Yeah, but it wouldn't have been. It was gonna like fizzle out eventually, yeah. and who knows how how and if it'll come back for twenty twenty one. Um, but I I do like I do have a a real I don't know as as much as I'm like it's it's about damn time. I also feel for the people that have like are directly going to be impacted by this, like yeah, the local businesses true. and like the people that are helping set up the things, like those vendors that are like in the food trucks yeah, in the middle sure. of the arena and stuff. Like, there's a lot of the economy, not only the economy but like people's lives that are going to be impacted by the fact that E3 is no longer happening. So Absolutely. I do feel bad for that in, in that sense. Um, but I do think it's, this is the right call ultimately. Like. Like we were just talking about at the top of the show, like we, how could you, you know, continue to have this show go on considering the fact that like there's still a lot of questions about this virus that we still don't have answers to. We are assuming it's probably going to get worse and it's going to take a while for things to sort of, you know, get stabilize and get yeah. better and back to normal. And uh, this was probably the best call for them. And in some related stories, we have uh, other people being uh, after that announcement Talking on Twitter, specifically Phil Spencer on Twitter, tweeting, E3 has always been an important moment for Team Xbox. Given this decision, this year we'll celebrate the next generation of gaming with the Xbox community and all who love to play via an Xbox digital event. Details on timing and more in the coming weeks. And in addition to that, um, Nintendo also released a statement. This is taken from GameStop. But... uh, they're, they're basically saying that uh, Nintendo supports the ESA's decision to cancel this year's E3 to help protect the health and safety of everyone in the country or, you know, vote or whatever. Um, we'll continue to be flexible and redirect our efforts to other ways of keeping our fans up to date about our activities and products because of the COVID-19 outbreak. Large industry events may be untenable for the foreseeable future, but we are considering various ways to engage with our fans and we'll have more to share as the year continues. So, like, it is, um, it's pretty, like, safe to say we're going to see more of those direct style presentations, yeah. which I'm a huge fan of. I love it. So great. Like you yeah. might as well just do that. We've been to E3 presentations before, like the, the big stadium Xbox events. And have literally said we could have stayed home for we that. We could have stayed home for that. Yeah. I mean, like remember that one year, me, you and Roman, shout out to Roman. Thank yeah, you. we just piled in your living room. and Yeah, we just like hung out in the living room. By the way, thanks for Call of Duty, Roman. We know yeah. you know it was all your idea. Um, and we just like, we live tweeted and live, you know, watched yeah. the 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 events. And like, that was fun. That like, was really that's fun. That's way more fun to me than like actually being there and running around the show floor. Like there are perks to obviously going to E3. And I think that like, I've been seeing some people be like, oh, it's so, even before the, the, the COVID-19 news, pe- people sort of like, um, assuming that E3 was on its sort of last legs considering everything that's been going on uh, with with that show in, in the past couple of years. But like, I do also think that like, there is a, there is a, there a huge benefit 
uh, to the culture at large for having people come together and talk and make yeah, deals. Sure. Introduce. I met people that was like really it was really wonderful. I got to see the giant bomb stuff. And yeah, like, it's one of those things where like a lot, especially if you're like a smaller thing, to have people come and see your face. Yeah, and meet you know just shake hands and stuff like that. Yeah, is is very important. Is like integral to your success, kind of. Yeah. Um. So I can uh, definitely I see you know the 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 drawback to not being able to do that anymore. So yeah, it is kind of a bummer to have like you know not be able to you know meet up with your industry friends and people that you've never met before and just like kind of you know wheel and deal and yeah i i am excited though to see i mean um me and um even seeing i've been i've been seeing it on twitter uh of people coming up with really creative ideas to meet with their teams amid the sort of quarantine state that we're in right now where like people are are messing around with ar and vr like in ways to meet up so i am excited about what the next step of that sort of digital it's all going to be in vr chat that's what i'm saying right like (laughs) that's one of my questions later on is like uh, we can get to it later but like what are the ways in which there's already uh some small talk about like uh some sort of uh, storefront where people can download indie demos and sort of still get to see the stuff that was going to be on the show floor and hopefully be covered by journalists and media outlets and you know for the fans too who are looking forward to going to e3 the same way that they look forward to going to like comic-con or whatever like um, what are the ways in which, like Nintendo, for example, uh, are they going to release demos on the eShop, or are they going to be in addition to the, um, the you know, like th- this is such an interesting time too, because like we're this is the year leading up to um, new console releases. So like, how are people going to know or even get their hands on new consoles when it's literally like the worst idea mm. right now is to like literally get people's hands on controllers and stuff? Like that's the last thing you want to do. Um, True. Interesting times, man. Interesting, interesting times. This will either like, I think it'll just bring more innovation to things like this. For sure, for sure. Because people are always going to find a way. Oh, yeah. Always, always, always. Um, Speaking of innovation, uh, this is taken from (laughs) gamesindustry.biz. First of all, uh, shout out to Reggie Fizeme. Hey. Bring what stand up. Um, Reggie Fizeme appointed to GameStop Board of Directors. Uh, GameStop has appointed former Nintendo of America head Re- Reggie fils to its board of directors alongside former CEO of Walmart, uh, Walmart US, William Bill Simon, and current PetSmart president and CEO James J.K. I don't know how to say his name. Semantic? Semantic? Um, yeah. Is PetSmart the dude that bought the, um, the Nintendo PlayStation? No, 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 it was pets.com. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm about yeah. to say something deeper, darker. Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, open your third eye. Um, yeah, this is interesting. So there, these appointments are effective immediately, bolstering the GameStop board uh, ahead of the retirement of current board members. And um, yeah, from their be- from their roles beginning in June of 2020 and the planned retirement of Jerome Davis uh, and Tom Kelly in 2021. So basically all business talk. But um, board of directors have been fucking up. And they were like, yo, get the Nintendo guy. Get that dude a Nintendo, bro. Yeah. He knows what he's doing, right? He's absolutely. Uh, but this is this is interesting news, right? I'm curious to see, like, he must got some bread. You think Reggie's got the uh, the juice to to write that ship? I think if anybody does, it's a good step forward. At least he has a, a literal, like, the Nintendo model, maybe what they need. Like, he's probably worked with a ton of, like, Japanese fucking execs, and they know how to, like, do direct sales to consumer and i think that's what gamestop may need yeah or you know what i'm saying like just connecting with like that base 
Right, right, right. Because there's a very... T- there's a very specific GameStop person. <laughs> yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. and connecting with them. Because those are always going to be the diehards, but you got to get that community big again and build that trust back. Yeah. You know, I think first thing you need to do is offer more people more money for their shit. Maybe. Yeah, that's a good idea. Start getting people back like, yo, you can trade this shit in. We'll give you a lot of money for it. Yeah. At least like- a lot more than we did. Find a way to, yeah, I think that's the main concern, right? Is like, do they pivot? Do they become like a sort of streaming service maybe? Like do they become, like you said, direct-to-consumer online portal only, but then that kind of like cuts the reason why, in my opinion, at least GameStops have survived for so long. Is that like But I, I think it, it could be a way to like just bring them back and then we can go back to the thing because I don't think the, the boutique thing is the answer. Yeah, it's weird. It's, it feels out of place in 2020, even mm-hmm. for like, I mean... For certain communities, even it's like the only place you can find games uh, within, true. like you know, a, a widespread radius. Because I'm even talking about like rural areas. Um, That's true. So I'm curious as to like what I don't know. Like GameStop is a thing I feel like we're talking about every week now. It seems like they're going through a lot of changes, and I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm very curious to see how. I'm uh, not a huge fan of GameStop, but same. I think uh, Reggie's dope. So he's dope. Yeah. Um, all right, cool. Our next story, man, Stadia. What are you doing, baby? Uh, no Doom, no, comma, Doom Eternal is not true 4K on Google Stadia, despite it promising it wouldn't be. This is taken from Eurogamer. Um, Doom Eternal is not true 4K on Google Stadia. Develop id software has confirmed. Rather, the blistering first-person shooter runs at 1080p and 60 frames per second on HD displays and upsamples from 2160p uh, from t- 1800p at 60 frames per second on 4K displays. The news comes as some as some surprise given Doom Eternal's position as one of the leading titles for Stadia. Uh, Google's use of the game demo t- to uh, to demo the tech to press. I remember that GDC conference where they were like, "Yo, it's gonna be a 4K, true 4K." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll, yeah, it got like a good reaction from the crowd and everything. But it's interesting. Um, what a what a weird continuous journey for Stadia that like I feel like they they hit hurdle after hurdle, and um, now it's coming to the point where like yeah they're not delivering on promises that they that they were making specifically with like id and, and it coming from id directly is like yikes they should have waited till this year to release it <sighs> yeah you know yeah also like it's it's it a very it cooks a little bit more what a like tech way to. I guess, unveil a thing and, and build hype around it. And it's becoming more and more clear, at least to me, and this is just pure conjecture. There's nothing, no real proof behind this. I don't know anything. But like, um, just the idea that this definitely felt like a presentation that was for, you know, clearly to build interest and hype, but also like maybe even bring in money and like invest because it's a very tech tech thing to do right like you think of the worst case scenarios in tech of things that have been pitched and sold and like have failed down the road and um not that this is gonna fail or whatever like this still has a chance to really redeem itself but like um that's a bummer man like it's it's a bummer if like doom eternal is one of the things that really got you on board or one of the things you were looking forward to playing at at true 4k quote-unquote and um you know and and not for nothing 1800p is certainly nothing to shake a Shake a, shake a stick at uh it's definitely pretty pretty powerful it'll probably be i'm presuming more powerful than what the xbox one yeah. x and ps4 pro are gonna do but man not uh flubs not a great track record so far also bummer man is a great knockoff bummer man 
Bummer Man 64. It's the fucking Chinatown. Fucking. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy that shit. Hell yeah. That sounds so um, fire. Yeah, you know what's funny? Um, I actually canceled my Stadia yesterday. Oh, wow. Nice. Because it, it renews in two days. Oh, I, I feel like I definitely paid it like twice by yeah? now. Yeah. I, I, well, because the, the one you get, the friends thing was like three months. Okay. So I was like, something just clicked in my head and was like, oh, shit, your, your uh, subscription like, what do you do? You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just cut it off, and I was like, oh man, I gotta put reminders for that shit. I have like twelve subscriptions that I don't even. Fucking <laughs> oh my use, god, man. I have Jesus. so many. That's the world we live in now. It's just yep. like subscription on subscription. Uh, bummer for Stadia, though. I'm, I'm, I'm still hopeful, but man, yeah, come on. It just seems like flub after flub, and um, and they have a really good chance right now. Now that like Nvidia, yeah. Nvidia is getting fucking up out the paint. That sucks, man. I mean, w- w- man, it, it's so funny too. Like, I, I forgot to mention this during like the coronavirus chat that we yeah. had at the top of the show, but like, how so much of like, there's a really great article on Slate by Dan Kois. Kois, um, uh, called "America's a Sham." It's on Slate.com. It's really, really cool. But like, basically, how um, the how much like this coronavirus has been exposing stuff that like just isn't real. Like mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, we're we're no we're temporarily holding off on evicting people because, you know, they haven't paid their rent or whatever." So you can do that the whole time? Right? Yeah. Or like, "Oh, uh data caps, we're we're no more data caps." So it's bullshit the whole time. <sighs> or, you know, uh cutting people's water off. So you could have just, so just not done, done that. that? Yeah. Like what a weird uh dystopian fucking nightmare of a world that we live in. Oh, yeah. Um but yeah, it is. Uh, it's a really great article that I, I highly recommend. The reason I brought it up is because of Stadia primarily. Like, mm. man, what a better time to have like actually fucking figured it out to get it right. Like, yeah. this could have been a, a surge in like subscriptions or something. Considering there are people out there who are like, man, I want to play a game, but I can't go out and buy an Xbox or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, come on. Man. Also, like, I my data cap no longer exists. I can play Stadia. <laughs> um, Anyway, our next story, uh, Lego is making Super Mario-themed playsets. I'm taking this from Kotaku. Um, earlier this week, Nintendo released, uh, or they, they teased some Lego sets, and now it's actually official. There was a trailer for it, and it actually looks really interesting. I don't know if you got a chance to check out this trailer yet, I but um, it's really cool, right? Like, you can basically build out these Mario levels using these, like, Lego Lego blocks and stuff and these really cool combinations, and, like, the Mario figure itself has these, like, cool screens on his eyes and, like, his chest and stuff and, like, reacts to whatever components you're you're sticking them onto and like i guess you can make really cool um games and and configurations and stuff so it it seems like a really cool way to at least get folks not completely glued to screens at all times and like back on you know like sitting around tables yeah Yeah, play sets and stuff definitely would love to hang uh buy some of this shit how how soon until um someone watches the irishman on this chest Oh my God! Day one, Rob. <laughs> Just like Scorsese intended. Day one. I can't wait for that to happen. Did you know Martin Scorsese apparently watches Vanderpump Rules? I mean, yeah, because he's a he seems like a good guy, master storyteller. Yeah, exactly. Bro. Like, why would you not? You need inspiration. Yeah, exactly. What, what better way? Um, our final story. This this story was fascinating to me. Uh, a Reporters Without Borders launches virtual anti-censorship cool. library in Minecraft uh, containing censored works from around the world. Taking this from Eurogamer again. Um, but yeah, this is so fascinating. Reporters Without Borders, the international nonprofit organization established to promote free access to information, 
has partnered with Studio Blockworks to create a virtual library in Minecraft that contains works centered by oppressive regimes around the globe, the goal being to bypass local restrictions on accessing banned materials. Blockworks was previously responsible for Minecraft's official 10th anniversary virtual museum, and its efforts on the new Uncensored Library are equally breathtaking. Um, so if you, if you uh, get a chance to read the story, it's really, really cool. It's about essentially uh, this physical, you know, quote-unquote physical location that you can access via a server in Minecraft, yeah. where there are articles and stories and things written by journalists who have been either unfortunately assassinated or, or, or in, you know, um, imprisoned Prison, or, or whatever. So uh, it's equally as fascinating and kind of scary and dystopian in that way that I was just talking about, like with E3, like what's the virtual version of this? And in some ways this kind of is like, but it's also fucking amazing, right? The fact that there's this like actual resource you can, you can use and read these things and like access information on a server in this virtual space that's connected by people all over the world. Yeah. I mean, this, this seems like some, some shit that would happen. Like, I'm not surprised by it at all. Yeah. Like people are hungry for knowledge and they need it. And especially in oppressive parts of the world, like there's always going to be a way to get that information out. Yeah, for sure. And people are going to find it. Yep. Whether it's a thumb drive or a Minecraft server or, you know, a f- Facebook post or, you know, whatever it is, a Mario's chest. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're going to get that information out there. That's like, true. Furbies and shit. So it's it's really inspirational. It is kind of sad that people have to go to these lengths to like hide their, you know, stuff like that. But and it's just books. Like, <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that weird? It's man? articles like it's wild, man. It's so wild that like. In the year 2020, we're using Minecraft as a way to spread this information or have access to it. Like, I would have never thought this would this would be possible, but it just goes to show you the ways in which people are using these these tools, right? Like, what are people going to start making in Dreams? What are people going to start making on uh, No Man's Sky? Like, Facts. all of our favorite games are where people get together, and what are people going to be writing in design the design app in Animal Crossing? Like, some weird. No, it's real you know, political messages and stuff. Like, there's no way it's not going to happen. Like, it's, it's only a matter of time before you start seeing tweets and videos of people making stuff in Animal Crossing that's like... And now that everybody's in the house... Shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's going to be wild. Uh, but speaking of which, before we get into the rest of the show, uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Jumping into questions for the week, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to send an email directly to us at questions at the-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Or you can drop into our Discord questions channel or, or send us a voice message using the Anchor app on your phone. That always is very fun. <sighs> please do that. Just download the Anchor app. Send us a voice message, please. Uh, Bo writes in, do you prefer the small uh, number fast combo or big hit big number? So like mm. we're talking like Monster Hunter. Yeah, uh... Or anything, really. I like the big hit, big number. I need that satisfaction. Mm. You know? Yeah. I think that's more my style anyway. It's like, yeah. bull, I want to bulldoze the, the charge up the punch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Punch, then do the, like, fucking... Because when you land it, it's fucking... Oh. Oh. And, you, and you're the guy, like, if, if you're playing Monster Hunter, you're like, yo! I did that. Like, yeah, like, yo, can't just <laughs> knock him on his ass. Meanwhile, like, everybody else did the work. Yeah. <laughs> You just landed yeah, a little cherry little. on top. Um, yeah, no, I, I think it depends for me. I think I'm more, in general, I'm more of a, like, hit, hit, dodge type of person, like chip mm-hmm. damage kind of person, because I have the most patience. I'm getting more patient as I get older. Uh, so I could spend, like, all the time. I, that's basically how I played most of Dragon's Dogma, was, like, 
like slice slice and like dodge <laughs> slice slice or jump on the back and slice yeah. slice 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 um so i think i'm more of a small hit uh number fast you like the eat small number fast combo yeah yeah i just want to like eat mon fucking 100 hit combo right in your chest right bro. in your chest fucking fold you up like mad a lawn chair dust <laughs> <laughs> man dust pops up in the air um all right cool uh Jesse writes in, uh, current top paid games on Apple Store is Plague Inc. Tagline is, can you infect the world? Thoughts? Shit. Shit. That's weird. Shit. Freaky. It's freaky. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sure all these things are like super popular right now. Oh, yeah. Because people's like like armchair scientists and shit. So everybody's like, yo, like, you saw that clip of Bill Gates. I know how to stop this, you know? <laughs> so they're like trying to figure out. Bill Gates predicted it, bro. What was that Um, that like... um. That designer board game where you like pandemic or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, play is it not not playing? Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Where you like literally like have to throw out the game when you're done. I think <laughs> it is, yeah. I think it is pandemic or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like I'm sure that's like sold out. Yeah. Like, I'm sure they're like eating off this stuff because. Oh yeah. You know, people were just like, "Yo, this is real." Like, like Yo, let's know. get together yeah. and share some dip. I mean, I. <laughs> <laughs> that's nasty. Look, man, that's what people are doing. Yeah, out that's there. true. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It is freaky. I think it's also like, it, I guess it's a sign of the times, right? Like we're we're. I think it's just a human nature stuff. thing. Yeah. It's like we every, talk about the division. Yeah, every time you know somebody wants to like something in the world is happening. If there's anything like simulation wise, people are going to be into it. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Then, then there's always going to be like, I mean, there's always going to be an attraction to that kind of media because it just it's just so it's just like a part of the the world we live in, right? Like you know, anyway. I don't want to get too deep into that one. Uh, Danny writes in two questions. Uh, first question, you go to Buffalo Wild Wings. What spice level do you get slash how hot are you willing to get? Uh, let me check the Wild yeah, I'm Wings. Yeah, I'm going to Google that right now. I, so so we mentioned this before, but I mentioned it in the Discord rather, but I've never been to Buffalo Wild Wings. Never been to Buffalo Wild Wings? No, never. It's all right. It's, it's cool. all right? Yeah, it's, it's a nice little spot. It's like one of those sports bar wings it's like millers or something yeah okay yeah, so definitely yeah. like that so i've basically been they got good one. fried pickles if you're into that i could be into that it's good uh so the only thing i have uh any sort of like so the only spicy like wings that i can tolerate not only tolerate but that i enjoy mm-hmm. are um like banchan oh i just had that like two days ago bro like, like the spicy ones this yo me and my coworker, Son. we were like crying bro crying yo it was so good it was like you can't stop eating can't it's stop like eating it's like crunchy yeah. and it's like it's perfect the consistency everything about it is perfect. Oof, yo don't get me started bro so one time i went with some co-workers uh, at a previous job and by the end of the night we were all like snot nose <laughs> teary-eyed sweating from every pore but the it was corona nightmare oh yeah seriously <laughs> just like thank god it was before corona but um yeah it was a lot of fun and it, it's one of those things you have to do like pounding alcohol at the same time because you're like you have to you have to ease the pain somehow it's like it's yeah gotta, you gotta yeah dull it i think the highest i went on this thing or the lowest i guess um is like the caribbean jerk which i didn't find too good it's don't call it jerk chicken stop yeah that's that's weird like i don't like when they do like like curries and and shit like that where mm. you're like this is somebody who's heard of curry and like just thought of what it tastes like and not yeah. you know like I, we take jerk serious in the Caribbean, you know? Yeah. No, jerk chicken is... It's different. It's, it's different, not unbearable. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's 
First of all, it's fucking delicious. It's delicious, and it, it's like it's an enjoyable experience. Right, right, like, right. It's like it's hot. One. It makes you. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's like you know I might have to like yeah dab, dab, yeah, dab my forehead a little exactly, bit. But. but it's like I think when they think of that type of thing, it's like I'll oh, just make it hot as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't like the trend of just eating hot for like just to burn your mouth. Yeah, that's not enjoyable. Like yo, shout yeah. out to Roman. But your story sometimes when you go to that uh, chicken spot. Cut it, it out, bro. Any place that you got to wear gloves to eat the Chill, fam. the food because it'll burn your skin or something. What some are you shit? doing to your like small intestines, bro? I don't see the enjoyment in that. Please get yourself checked out. Like you literally shivering on the ground <laughs> from the like fever you got. From yeah, this that's thing. maybe once in your life. Yeah, maybe like once. I like hot shit, but it's got to be flavorful hot. I do want to try the like the gauntlet, the hot ones gauntlet at least once in my life. I'm good. I want to do it. <sighs> I want to do it just to, just to know I can do it. I know it's going to hurt. And also not everyone should do it because like there are some folks who have like literal like gastrointestinal so would, issues. So would you do like the ghost pepper challenge? I might, yeah. Oof. Yeah, I might. After that scene that dudes the mural thing where like like that in the turn. Kid, like, yeah, yeah. Well, some people, so that's the thing. Like I feel like, look, I've had a lot of, uh, I've you, had a lot you, of you spicy stuff yeah. over the course of my life. Thankfully, especially recently. Uh, specifically like Korean food and stuff and like Korean spicy can get ridiculous. intense bro yeah our, our first night in Korea when we, our last trip I had this like soup you know what it's gloves? called no but it had like it was delicious though it was so good but I was in pain dude but it was the most beautiful yeah, pain yeah you can't ever. stop yeah. so good that's the good shit um, so I think I can handle it I mean I probably wouldn't handle it well but I could handle it um, I just want to be on that show I also just want to be on that show. Yeah. Uh, that show looks really cool. Uh, his second question is, what gets you to replay a game months or years later after your first time? I go back and play childhood favorites every so often, but with more and more games coming out and more access to them, I feel guilty going backwards when my backlog is overflowing. How do you go back slash what makes you? Yeah, I, I think it's multiple things. I think it's like the, not only like the gameplay has to be good, but it has to like bring you back to like a time when you're having like a ton of fun. Like, like I always keep bringing up like every couple months, I keep going back to Into the Breach, and it's because I just have such good fucking experiences with that game. Yeah, no matter how frustrated I get or bad runs I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like there's something just drawing me back, uh, and I just won't buy new games. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you I mean, know what I'm saying? Like, it's like yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think like I, I I also think about this often. I think about how like my backlog continues to you know pile up behind me and it's like i'm in the shadow of it at all times and uh we had a viewpoint discussion like at, at this point a couple years ago mm-hmm. um where we were talking about that this, this exact topic and um i think our boss steven talked about how like there comes a point where you have to kind of look at games like books like you're never going to mm. read every book right that's true and you have to just sort of treat it like just follow whatever you find interesting at the time and don't play and we've talked about this at length but like don't play things out of like an obligation to like check it off of your list. There are people out there who play that way and that's fine. If that's what brings you joy, then continue to do that. But for me, I feel like if I go back to Streets of Rage 2, which I do, I feel like go back to it. I bought it on every single console. I will continue to buy it. Yeah. And (laughs) every fucking, if it comes out on VR, I'm going to buy it on VR. Mario's Chest, buying that shit. I'm playing that shit on Mario's (laughs) Chest for sure. Uh, (laughs) But I feel like, um, I just have to really be in the mood for it, and yeah. like, and it, it has to also come to me in a new way. So, like, when I played Streets of Rage two, it was like 
I remember rebuying it on um, Xbox at one point, 360. 360. And then yeah. I bought it on 3DS because it's like, oh, it has 3D now. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. And then, um, then it was like, oh, it's, it's Sega Genesis Mini. I was like, oh, fuck yeah. We played for a little bit. And like, so I think it has to just sort of like come back and find me. I think it's also helpful on PC where like I'm less likely to switch out the PC. It's, it's going to live with me for a long time. Right. So I will probably go back and revisit some games that I have on there that I really, really enjoyed. Like, let's say like a Minecraft mm-hmm. or like a No Man's Sky, obviously. Um, but I don't I don't often go back as much as I I would like to. Um, I am also always sort of chasing that uh that new high every time of like trying to find new games and, and and that stuff so yeah i think i'm very similar in that way it's like if it's a convenience thing yeah for me. Totally. like my switch is always on me like i keep that thing on me you know yep. what i'm saying mm-hmm. stay strapped yep. so like whatever's on there i'm gonna play that you know like i'm back to breath of the wild like because i just like that world and yeah. it's right here you know right. i don't have to plug in my nintendo yeah, your Dreamcast. Dreamcast. <laughs> <laughs> your Nintendo Dreamcast. They were going to make that, but you know, yeah. that's in a different document. That's a whole different, that'll yeah, come yeah. different timeline. Just no. Just yeah, no. Yeah. Um, yeah, good question though. That um, is a good question. All right, cool. Mo writes in less a question but more like in honor of the sports we have lost. Uh, talk about your most memorable slash best online gaming play. Mm. Online gaming. I mean, I, I've had a couple clutch uh, kills in some BRs uh, where I call it out, got him. And that always feels good of like, because I call it out as a way to be like, hey, I might fuck this up. Like, just so you know, yeah, 12 o'clock, corner pocket. I'm going to do a whole lot yeah. of missing right now. <laughs> but every once in a while, it's like, it's like, hey, I need you to back me up. Uh, but every once in a while, it's like, oh, I got him. I got him. Yeah. And, and like, they're, they're, no worries. They're, they're, it's like that clip of like when they got Osama bin Laden, they were like, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Right. Like I, I feel like that's me being like, I got him. Yeah. Like it just real like fucking nonchalant. Like, yeah, I got it. Yeah. I got the job done. Um, uh, but yeah. That's funny. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I don't really think about that stuff too much. I think about like the time I have with the people. Yeah. More so. Like, I always go back to just crying, laughing at like Left 4 Dead or something like that. Like, yeah. yeah I don't yeah. remember the specifics. But I remember it being like hilarious. So like the call outs, like, oh, nice of you to drop in. Like that, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. type of shit. It's like he had a smoking yeah, problem. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, that that piling around. But yeah, like that's good. in recent years, it's like definitely all been like battle royales. Yeah. And I usually clip those and put them on online, same, you know, same, like, same, same. or just show you like, yo, look at this play I did. It's like a long clip, but it's worth it. Yeah. You know, that type of thing. But yeah, um, I don't really have like a lot of best. Like I'm not a great gamer to begin with. Like I'm just not like super good i'm not bad at games but i'm not like great at games yeah you're like you know like i feel the same way i feel like i'm just pretty average yeah i'm pretty average above average sometimes but um i will say um once streaming tetris 99 Mm -hmm. for like with heather once i believe and i was like talking about playing it as i was playing it and that can get really tense because it's a br as well and um winning on a stream was cool because like usually when the new update comes on i'll play for like half an hour and i'll i'll i'm able to squeeze out a win like for because i've also been playing the game for my entire life so i'm really really good at it that's like the one thing i know in my life i'm like really really good at yeah and i'm not perfect again like i'm i know there's like things i don't do well like t-spins and like whatever like stacking the right way because people always call it out like oh you're not stacking correctly i'm like whatever i'll I'll still fucking watch um but that that those have been some highlights of my like my short online presence being Mm -hmm. like 
hey, look, uh, this this one thing that only like a few people knew about me. Now, like a lot of people know uh, whenever I stream it or whatever and people tune in. It's like, oh, yeah, I have this like, weird thing. I for whatever reason, I'm just really, really good at that's, Tetris. That's a good feeling. Though. Yeah, it's it's like, damn, cool. I'm confident in that. Yeah, it feels kind of cool. Yeah, but I can't think of like any like specific like kind of plays, but really fun moments. Yeah, or like sure. Red Dead where you guys hopped out. To, oh, my God. Yeah, that. Yeah. Just like me and my friends, fisticuffs. So good. Like just talking shit to each other and like hopping out the carriage. Just fucking knock each other out and then be like, all right, we're good, we're yeah, good. We're good. Just like, like get back it up. on the carriage. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I love like that shit about like games. Sorry to scream. No, no, um, I love that like about games, especially that like sharing this like play with my friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I miss that. Yeah, for I don't, sure. You don't get too many moments like that anymore where you're just like, I just want to like share this world and like come up with my like own stories and like characters and shit like that. Right, like, right, right. And yeah. like fake arguments and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, that absolutely. shit is fun, man. It's just make believe. Um, all right, our final question is from me, actually. I ask, uh, what games could become the Ready, Ready Player One future now that we're all quarantined at home? Not counting No Man's Sky because I've said that before. Um, yeah, like is there is there a world in which like you're maybe getting together with friends once a week outside of like the usual sort of shoot 'em ups or maybe yeah. maybe those are the ones um i think vr chats are really dope uh like that concept is just amazing it was all, all problematic stuff aside yeah 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 um but you can't, that's unavoidable um uh, like you said no man's sky is already we talked about that yeah um that's definitely on there like a minecraft like those games are built for that yeah cuz you can sort of make your own game you're making your own fun yeah exactly like yeah, I, yeah. I think VR chat is a, is a interesting example of like, there's not much you can really do in that game. You're just like literally getting together and looking, sharing a space together. Mm-hmm. You're not like, I mean, th- there are some people, there are some rooms where like there are things you can do in the rooms and stuff. But like for the most part, it's like whenever I'd go into a room in VR chat, there's always people being like, oh, so where are you from? Oh, I'm from like Ohio, or whatever. Yeah. Or like, oh, I'm from fucking Florida. Um, so it, it, that's cool to see like people just connecting in, in that way that like. That I'm always curious about that. Like, what's the the new sort of space where people are gathering and like making communities and like No Man's Sky, Minecraft, like you mentioned, are are perfect examples of that. I'm curious to see how people start connecting with one another via Animal Crossing once Ooh, that drops. Yeah, I didn't even think about that because like I think there is a way to like lock off your island like with a code, like a passcode, so you can only give it to certain people. Um, can you voice chat? No, only I think using the Nintendo app or some stupid shit like that. Nintendo's yeah. so far behind. You, you can communicate. So the one thing that I will say is kind of cool is if you're playing handheld and you like, you can hit. I think it's the right bumper, um, which is R. Uh, you can bring up a text chat thing, and you can actually like use the touch screen. Oh, so, so that's kind of cool. Oh, that's cool. Okay, so you yeah. can communicate in that way. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. yeah. Just seeing what people are gonna do with that thing. Like I have zero experience with with Animal Crossing. Except for the 3DS one, which I only played for maybe like three hours, so it was just nothing. Yeah. Um, but just like the the idea. Oh shit! Uh, <laughs> the case. Um, oh yeah, the Animal Crossing case. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So beautiful. <laughs> um, but yeah, like just thinking about what that can be like. I don't know. When are we gonna get that? I feel like we're close, man. Yeah, we're close. I feel Definitely like we're close. Fucking close. Maybe GameStop will have like the pods for people. Damn, dirty ass pods, yo. Listen. That's nasty. Listen. I don't know what you're doing in that pod, what bro. What you doing in that pod? Yo, why bro? Does, why the pod smell like this? 
Anyway, jumping into feeling it. Uh, feeling is where we take one thing that we absolutely love from the past week that we've stumbled across that we think is worth sharing. Oh, yeah. I didn't write mine in. But um, I'm such a boring homebody. Like, I just work and I come home. Uh, a lot of times I don't get to play a lot of games just because it's so late when I get home. Um, so I've watched like, a lot of like Amazon Prime and stuff. And I like a lot of procedural shows. And I like a lot of like dumb USA drama style shows. But like burn notice, bro. I love that. You know, no, burn like notice is the goat. That's the goat. So like, <laughs> there's a show on there uh, called Jack Ryan, and it's based on like the oh yeah the yeah. books yeah and like the movies from the 90s and shit. Ben Affleck was a Jack Ryan. Yeah, it's true. There's, um, there's been a bunch of Jack. There's been Ryan's. a bunch of Jack Ryan's. Yeah, it's like Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and it's the dude from The, the Office. Office. He has a weird face. Not to offend anyone, but he has a strange, it's a little weird face, and they always close up like it's his nose because it's so much it's prominent, bigger than yeah. you were expecting. <laughs> like not the side view; the side view is fine. It's like he's a handsome dude. You can yeah, tell yeah, he's yeah. like he's oh you're a good looking dude. I mean, he bagged Emily Blunt. Is, is that right? Yeah. Shit, I gotta put some respect on his nose. <laughs> <laughs> Look, listen, I'm saying, hey. But, you know, so they do a lot of close-ups on his nose. I just, I can't stop looking at it. I'm like, damn, that nose is large. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just a weird shape. Anyway, but it's good. It's basically just Jack Ryan doing Jack Ryan shit. And um, what's his homeboy from um, The, the Wire? Wire? Yeah, yeah. That He's fantastic good. in it. He was the main reason I wanted to watch this show. Before. He's the only reason I'm watching this show. Oh, his name is, is it Josh, John Krasinski? John, Josh Krasinski. John Krasinski. <laughs> Either way, Jim from The Office. Yes. I was going to watch the show and then I saw him like there was a clip that went on Twitter that was him talking about like basically bigging up the CIA and oh, being yeah, like no, thanks he, to the CIA. And the show is about it's a he's like a CIA, CIA guy. Game. But he does say like they call it out a lot in the show. They're like, oh, you work for the CIA when he meets other agents from outside the US. He's like, how, how can you work for the CIA? And he's like, I feel like I can do good work from the inside then be on the outside and not be able to do anything. So it's like, yeah. You're a scumbag, but it kind of gives him like a cop out way out. Oh, like okay. it's like he's ultimately a righteous Boy Scout. Mm. Okay, um, all right, self righteous. It, it is. It's like Tom Clancy shit. So oh it's yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, very it's like very division. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know. It is. It's all that shit. So, um, but it's good. It's good. Good fun. It's violent. It's. I like violence. They show some titty sometimes. Whoa, some titty. A titty or two or two. Mm. Shoot. Um, so if you're into mild nudity <laughs> and some good, you know, Jim mm. from the office, from the office and the dude from the wire, I don't know. Nobody. Man, you know, I got to learn some names. God damn. Uh, <laughs> I don't I'll, respect acting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Even put, that on, like, put that on Cam's <laughs> Wikipedia page as a quote. Does uh, not respect. Acting. I don't respect acting. Cam <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's cool though. I, I'm, I'm curious. It's good. To, it's like, I just have been inside. For a week, I'm yeah. like Fuck looking it, for shit to watch. Wait, wait, man. have you watched Haikyuu yet? So you watched Jack Ryan before <sighs> you watched Haikyuu. You know what it is because I get back so late, I can't read, and I'll be high all the time. My high eyes don't focus. That's crazy. <laughs> I feel like Haikyuu is the best show to watch. High, it's literally in the title. That's bro. true. Oh wow, think about it. Damn. Open your third <laughs> eye. Uh, mine is a show that you've been telling me to watch. <gasps> For fucking ages. Yes. And I'm two episodes in. Shit. All right. Now I have to fill in. Like, I now have to watch IQ. Look, I, I did say. I'm a man of my word. Right, that's true. That's all who right? you are. Uh, 
The Outsider is a show on HBO, uh, the home box office. Uh, it is, uh, it, it, shout out to you if you didn't know that. There you go. That's, that's my little nugget for you for today. Um, the Outsider is a show about, on the surface, like we've talked about it before, and I'll, yep. I'll give the quick elevator pitch for those who maybe have missed that episode or whatever, but The Outsider is a show about um, a kid who, who is discovered, uh, a kid who was murdered in a, in a small town. And eyewitness reports lead uh, the detective who's leading the investigation to points to one man. Yeah, he's like and, the baseball coach. Yeah, he's like the baseball coach of a, like a local little league team. And um, he's arrested and he is claiming that he's innocent, even though eyewitness accounts and evidence points to him being the, the killer. And at the same time, that detective is also mourning the loss of a of a son that he had that he lost. So it is both a character driven story about someone who's experiencing like grief and, and, and mourning the loss of a loved one, specifically their child and also trying to do right by, uh, you know, like the, the system, like trying to appease the family of the murdered boy, the other murdered boy who was discovered. Um, and also trying to wrestle with the fact that like, despite all the conflicting evidence, this man continues to um claim that he's innocent and it's like that investigation starts but and also conflicting with the relationships he has because this is a right. tiny small town super small town yeah. yeah yeah and uh what what makes it interesting without giving too much away is it's written by stephen king mm. so it just is off that <laughs> yeah just just you know take that for what it's worth and it's like it isn't as cut and dry as you might think no it goes to like places that I wasn't expecting it to go down, but it never does it in a way that's like that feels super jarring. It feels like you're on board the entire time. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like it's very, it's like almost like uh, I I can I sort of compare it to like two shows that I that I really enjoyed that I I want to revisit it at some point. Specifically, Lost, uh, like sort of the mystery aspect mm-hmm. of like uh, a larger thing happening beyond just the macro sized thing. Uh, or the micro rather, like the the zoomed in version. And then also The Killing, which was an AMC show that mm. I enjoyed at first and it kind of fizzled out towards the end uh, because it just became too like, I don't know, like airport mystery novel for me uh, towards the end of that show. But this show does ha- happens to like gel both of them really well. And it's also like pretty gory, very violent. Yeah, it's pretty violent. Um, it's shot and directed really well. I didn't know it was actually directed. Some of the episodes were directed by... Jason Bateman. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. Oh, that makes sense. I yeah. know he's like a producer on the show or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So he's the he plays the little league coach who gets yeah. arrested, and um, and also Ben, what's his name? Ben Men- Mendelson. Ben Mendelson. Is um, he the main? Yeah, he's a detective. Yeah, Ben Mendelson, who he's he, fantastic. He's the fucking man. He's been in so many things. He's been in Rogue One. I just recently saw him in the third Batman Nolan Batman movie. Who was he in Batman? So I I have only seen that movie one time, even though I've like fought Roman about it a hundred times. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah, yeah. He was like a like a henchman or some shit. I don't know. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was like weird. I was like, like wait a minute. That's he looks so young. Yeah, I watched it the other day for the second time ever, and I was like, this movie's interesting. Yeah, he was also in. Um, so he was in Rogue One. He was in. Uh, oh yeah, he was. He was like the main bad guy in Ready Player One. Um, oh shit. He's been in a bunch of stuff. He he was in he's that. Great. He was in that uh, Netflix series, like a oh, bloodline. He was Danny Rayburn. He was like the brother. 
he's 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 in a lot of really good stuff. He's actually also like a British actor, so his American accent is on point. Yeah. Um, but especially when you're doing the gruff, <clears throat> like when they whisper, ooh. He's he's like yeah, yeah he's perfect for this kind of shit, and uh, everyone else too all the supporting actors like his, um, the people on the the police force like the parents of the missing kids and like everyone the lawyer, like Jason Bateman's wife. Jason Bateman's wife is so his wife the detective's wife is oh, very good. Everybody's just on point like on this superb, show. Her this yo. is like. HBO at its finest, 100%. you know, when you're like, they used all their like, yo, this is the show. Yeah, there's this like, there's the, like these like wild drone shots yeah. and like really cool crane shots, and but also the acting, every the writing, everything is so well done. And, and, and again, it's like a Stephen King mystery, so it like it feels really good. Had and you it ever feels watched, fun. Re- read the book, or no? No, you weren't. I Me mean, neither. So I, no. I've known about it, but I don't like. Stephen King has a billion books. Yeah, so I yeah. don't know what is what. Even the movies I've seen, they're like, oh, you didn't you didn't read the book though? Yeah, the book is like four times long. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I didn't read. I didn't see that. But um, yeah, the outsider is so far. We're only two episodes in, so we're like kind of like we're kind of pacing it out because oh, we're gonna be home for a while. My God, yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. Two episodes from the end. And, oh wow. and Tonight I'm finishing it up, and then I'm starting Westworld tonight. Nice. Also high Q. Well, Dude, I'm not gonna be home. The first episode. So I'm not gonna be home. <sighs> Killing me. My partner does not have crunchy roll. Uh, just cast it, bro. That's true. Just cast it. I'm making all these excuses. I know, man. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it anymore. Um, but yeah, watch uh, The Outsider and watch uh, Jack Ryan. Yeah. Um, those are our feelings for the week. Uh, it. Before we wrap up the show, how can people find you online? Uh, you can catch me on Twitters and Instagram at CapiCantLose. C-A-P-I-C-A-N-T-L-O-S-E. Um, yeah. Do that. Yeah, follow. Should I haven't really follow. been posting lately, but whatever. Everybody listening to this right now, if you have Twitter, go follow. Yeah, smash yeah. that like button. Smash go that follow. like button. Uh, what about you, man? Um, I'm at Pauly Mayo. It's P-O-L-I, Amazon Mario, A-Y-O on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow me on Twitter, mostly. If you want to follow me on Instagram and see some behind-the-scenes stuff every once in a while, yeah. like my cat and shit, do that. That's fun. But um, thank you so much for listening this week. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you have any questions or comments, send them over to questions at the-optional.com. We would love to hear from you. Please be sure to subscribe or on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Anchor, and Spotify. You can take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes, especially. Yes. Oh, my God. Yo, just hit that review. Oh, my God. Write a little, you know, what you like about the show. What you love about the show. What you love show. about the show. Right. Shout us out. Please, please do. Yeah. Um, it helps us spread the word like you have no idea. And if you like the show and want to help even support it further... You can go to our Anchor profile at anchor.fm slash the optional podcast and click that little supporter button to give us as low as a dollar a month. Oh, uh, it's a little it tip jar. It's a little tip jar. It really keeps us afloat. Our homepage is theoptionalpodcast.com. Um, we're on Twitter at theoptionalnyc. And our show's music is by the one and only Levi Shout Pack. out to Levi. You can find him on Twitter at underscore L-E-V-I-P-A-C-K. So until next time, everyone, wash your hands. Oh, my God. Wash your hands. Stay, Stay out inside. of people's face. Yeah. Don't Stop go going to bars. bars. Just come on. Relax. Stay home. Relax. All right. Peace.